I'm hot for you. And I'm like, no, because I serve Jesus Christ our Lord and you do not. And she's like, oh, I want it. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Nick Glover, Tim Wick, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we talk about the 2014 movie Gramps Goes to College, a bit of Christian fan fiction about a guy that invents a world where he's good at everything and all the stuff. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Hey, welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Nick Glover. I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Molly Glover. Oh, God. And Tim Wick. God is dead. (laughs) And uh, we watched a super terrible Christian movie so that you don't have to. Please Uh, don't. uh, We watched uh, Gramps Goes to College from 2014 (laughs) at the recommendation of former friend of the show, Jeremy Stomberg. (laughs) Do not take a drink. He does not. Deserve, nobody deserves a drink. Enemy um, of the state, Jeremy yeah, Stomberg. That's right. Uh, you can find this gem on YouTube. Uh, the best thing I can say about this movie is that not only did we not pay for it, but also I ripped it from YouTube so we could watch it without commercials. <laughs> and so they didn't get their view count increased. Um that's about the best thing I think I can say about the movie. Yeah, I di- I didn't do that, so I got yeah. their viewpoint. The best thing I can one, I'm sorry. The best thing I can say about the movie is nobody was holding a script while they said their lines. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but they yeah. were probably on the table right below probably. eyesight. Probably. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I, some of the lines from Gramps are improvised, almost certainly. Oh, yeah. The way the way he 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 rambles, I just don't. I mean, gosh, sure, maybe it could have gotten past some editing, but like... I I think he was the editor. I think he was the editor of his own thing. So, um, uh, Gramps is uh, Ty Bounds, who is played by the the writer of the movie, Donald James Parker. Uh, He is a retired computer programmer who uh, wants to go back to college mostly to prove a point that academia is full of evil atheists yeah that, seems, that to be, seems to be why god has called him to go it, back yeah to college. it's uh, i would say that it's less about proving they're full of evil atheists and more that they uh they they are persecuting christians well, yes by not letting them get hired science degrees right they can't get their masters and their phds <clears throat> uh because they're christians and that's gonna he's gonna show them that that's not true it's worth noting that uh donald james parker is a retired computer programmer so wow, there you go. Uh, if, if you needed any more evidence to see that he's playing this sort of a Mary Sue idealized version oh. of himself, which is hilarious about that is he wrote his own dialogue and he had all the time in the world to get the words right and make his case and make a good argument. And he doesn't do any of that in the entire movie. It's so fucking bad. It's such a the so. Uh, genuinely, if you're aware of the meme and then everyone clapped, yeah. uh, which is something yeah. you say when someone tells a story that's very obviously not true, but also is very self-aggrandizing. Uh, basically, about 10 minutes into this movie, we're like, and then everyone clapped. It's like, oh, this is and then everyone clapped the movie. At the end of this movie, yeah. everyone claps for him. Yeah, right. Everyone gives him a standing ovation as he leaves college because he stood up for Christianity. Yeah, uh, the it- persecuted Christian. Christians in college. 
the actual quote of his reasoning for returning to school is kids these days are quote being brainwashed by liberal secular humanist professors who use their power over the mighty GPA and their influence over developing young minds. <laughs> um, and and right away he's like, I'm gonna sign up for biology 100 is yeah, the class yeah, that he signs up for, yeah. and uh, biology 100, which turns students atheist. Yeah, That's, yeah. it's a magical class in which the professor's goal is not to teach people biology. The professor's no. goal is to turn them into atheists. She specifically says that if you believe that evolution isn't real, if you believe in creationism, by the end of this class, no, you won't. And yeah. it's like, first of all, it's same with God is dead or God is not dead. Both the, those movies, there's this like, it's just such a like, fucking fantasy yeah. these like professors that are outright saying this stuff and being so like oh i dare you to prove to me that jesus christ exists it's like okay like if anyone can prove to me that jesus christ exists he gets an a in this class <laughs> like just shit like yeah. that that just did not happen yeah, yeah. and and sh- and she just stands up has everybody who believes in god stand up and she's like we'll see how it is at the end of the semester, and then there's a there's a a, a girl who uh, came to college as a Christian, but then took this professor's class and was just like, "Well, after you take her class, it's just clear God doesn't exist." Yeah, and and that's when she turned to drugs and drink and, yeah. and, and eyeliner it's promiscuity. It, she uh, that's the same girl that that dies from drinking twenty shots of Everclear yeah. in three yeah. minutes. Yeah. who is then resurrected by the power of prayer. She drinks. 20 shots of uh, 190 proof Everclear and uh, and she's they're just downing them yeah. and she goes from being completely normal like not giving any evidence that anything's wrong to just dropping dead she falls on the floor and a guy like kind of brushes his fingers against her neck and goes she's dead <laughs> there's no vital signs <laughs> yeah uh, it's <laughs> I was crying and, and her, her ex-boyfriend footballer uh, who is, you know, one of the leaders of the atheist community, which is hilarious if you know anything about the, football. The popular football um, atheist jock. Yeah, yeah the, a classic trope. Yeah, classic trope. He, he, <laughs> he, like, has the same number of drinks, and he's fine. Oh, he's totally fine. Not he's not even inebriated. Yeah. yeah. He's sad that she died. Oh, and she comes back to life because the Jesus girl uh, commands our Lord Jesus Christ to bring to return her to life. Which is a thing you can do. Yeah. If you uh, if you have enough points, I hear you can command Jesus to do stuff. And, 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 and I I'm I'm not sure that it works that often. Um, <laughs> you'd think they'd do it more. You think you think the, that they would do that with uh, a lot of people. What, one thing I want to talk about specifically. There's so much to awfulness <laughs> in this, but one thing I want to talk about specifically is because the star is the writer is the producer. Mm. Um, I want to talk about what a self insert Mary Sue this guy is who he's great at basketball. He wins a chess tournament. He is super good at ping pong. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, When the evil biology teacher is talking to the, um, Oh, the leader of the college, um, the Dean, the Dean Dean. about what a, what a nuisance he is. Who's also an atheist. Uh, she, she talks about how hot he is and how attractive she finds him. And and the the dean is like, oh, I'm getting a little jealous. And she's like, well, what would your wife say about that? And like like every opportunity someone has to to 
weigh in on him or his talent. Uh, everyone is wowed by this guy, except for the fact that, you know, atheists hate him because he's devout. Multiple students come up to him and thank him, like 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 Trump style, like, sir, I, he came up to me, tears in his eyes. Sir, sir, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for standing up to the teacher. Sir, thank you for saying the thing that I've wanted to say that we just couldn't say. Oh, we're so you're so brave. I'm so glad someone here is so brave, sir. Like, I think. I mean, the thing that as I was I was thinking about as I was watching this, and and as we've watched all of these Christian movies, is it it finally really? And it should have dawned on me earlier. These aren't for us. No, no, they are right. they are for Christians to feel better about themselves. Yep, and, and to fuel their persecution complex. Right. Yeah, to reinforce it. Um, yep. <clears throat> absolutely. It is. It is. It is absolutely a fantastical situation that they 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 make up a thing that doesn't happen to put themselves, and then they make themselves the hero of the situation that isn't going to happen, so that they can be like, and then everybody clapped because I yeah. I I was the one who said the brave thing. Uh, but can, they genuinely believe these things are real. I mean, that's the thing. There's the there's a delusion there. Yes. That, they believe colleges are like this, although they, they also believe colleges look a lot like the interior of a megachurch, it would seem, uh, from this movie anyway. But uh, overall, they, they believe that professors are like this, that, that a biology professor gets up there and says, well, I'm going to make you not believe in God. No, a biology professor is going to get up there and go, well, this is what the biology says, and this is what's going to be on the test. Uh-huh. And if you don't believe it, I don't give a shit. You fill it out on the test. But they don't even say that. Right. They just say, you answer the questions that are on the test the way the textbook says there's actually a line in here which i think is is apropos because of course if it wasn't a christian movie the response would be entirely different because he challenges the professor who is a absolutely horrible biology professor because she doesn't understand biology right and he says well i think i just proved to everybody here that uh, you can't just automatically believe something because it's in a book waka waka and i was like you mean like the Bible? <laughs> you know, that's that's what somebody with a brain would say back, wouldn't they? <laughs> They'd say, you mean like the Bible? But that's not a book to them. That's right. the word of God. The, word the of holy God. word of God writ large. It's not a book to him. Uh, the, uh, the guy who wrote it can't make a coherent argument for the things he does believe. <laughs> I don't know why we would expect him to make a coherent argument for the things he doesn't believe he didn't even bother to like look online for for any you know like real gotcha arguments or anything like that he didn't bring up i mean he quotes the scopes monkey trial once oh god um, yeah he i mean yeah he he (laughs) i forgot about him being like he absolutely believes his arguments are unassailable already yes yep Which is funny because it makes him exactly what he is complaining and raging against. That the biology teacher is saying that her beliefs are unassailable and can't be challenged. And he's like, if your beliefs can't be challenged, then are they even, you know, worth having? And it's like, bitch, like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you're so close. You're so close. We got, so you know, close. he's smart enough to be in Mensa, you guys. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, my um, God. When she was like, I'm a member of Mensa. And he goes, you know what? I'm a, I could be a member of Mensa, but I don't care about it. It's like, oh, yeah. People who don't care about Mensa always like to tell people how they could be a member, but right, they don't care about right. it. <laughs> I, I think another part that really stood out to me was 
kind of out of fucking nowhere uh, when he's talking to a, a college student that kind of like challenges him in a, at a chess tournament or something. Um, kind, oh, right, he's a chess master. Kind too. of out of nowhere. He sure is. He goes on a rant about fluoride in the water. Yes! Yes! He did. He and, did. All of a sudden he starts going like... And how it, it causes cancer and I think like fi- fibromyalgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like... And he's just like, well, they could make it a choice. They could put the fluoride in bottled water and people could opt in. But it's the government making decisions, controlling our lives, poisoning us with their chemicals. And like he says a ton of ridiculous, stupid, not very very well thought out or argued things in the movie. Yeah. But this one stuck out as very different than everything else he says because, right. because he's making a somewhat scientific assertion as a guy who has zero understanding of biology 100. Even better, he brings Pascal's wager into it because what he says is, he says, uh, ever since they started putting fluoride in the water, we've had way more cancer and way more other things like fibromyalgia that we can't explain. And the kid he's talking to is like, but you don't have any proof that those are connected. He goes, right. But even if there's a chance that they could be, isn't that worth not having it in the water? Right. And it's such a like, what if it could be that? Just the fact that it could be. It's like, well, dude, it could be all sorts. It could be jeans. It yeah. could be that we women yeah. started wearing pants. And ever since then, we started oh getting God. ovarian cancer. Well, like, and he uses Pascal's wager earlier on the professor. I yeah. think it's the professor. And and. and, and the whole thing of, well, if you're right, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter because there's nothing. But if I'm right, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. Yep. Right. So, so maybe doesn't it make better, more sense. Yeah. Yep. Hedge your bets. Yeah. It is. It is. It is so incredibly frustrating. And it was. Oh, and and the production value. So uh, oh, it is. It, it is the worst movie we've ever watched. Somehow. Everything we've described so far and talked about isn't the worst part of the movie. It's not. The worst part of the movie, I think we all agree, is the sound. Is that the worst? Is that the worst? Sound. I I, I mean, videos. Dialogue. The dialogue is really pretty atrocious. There's some cameras and reflections in a couple of spots when they're doing the basketball tournament, which is basically just horse. It is horse. It's literally horse. They play horse for the basketball tournament, and there's no basketball sounds because obviously the audio for the tournament didn't work. So instead, they play a weird mute. The only music in the movie that happens all of a sudden comes into play. And then there's like dead silence, like not even the sound of silence like you would get in a movie, just dead, no audio silence punctured by people trying to do their voiceovers to match their mouths. And it's so bad. Yeah. When uh, the Jesus girl is being dropped off by her father at the dorm at the start of the movie, um, the camera shot is from inside the entryway of the dorm, like in the lobby. And so you see a truck pull up in front of the doors and just park in front of the doors because that's legal and fine. <laughs> and it uh, happens uh, in college all the time. Y- yeah. young, young woman and her dad get out of the truck and they come into the building. And like this shouldn't be a big deal and this shouldn't be significant or uncomfortable to watch. But there's no sound of the truck pulling up. <laughs> yeah. There's no sound of the truck doors clothing, closing. You're watching this entire thing unfold in complete and total silence until they get in through the second set of doors into the lobby, and then you can hear them, them moving around. Yeah. And it's off-putting. It is. There's not... It, it really... This movie really... 
demonstrates why sound is important in a film and how even having just royal they could have bought so there's so much royalty free music that you could just use that they could have just put well they had they had christian a christian band that did like there's a song that's played over the opening credits yeah and And there's a song that's played over the tennis montage Mm -hmm. yes oh right that's i forgot about the tennis the tennis montage yeah you know because at the end of the movie, he's already been kicked out of college, but he still has to help them win. Because there's like a sports thing that's like a it's like a Hogwarts house sports yeah. tournament where they have to win for their dorm or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but he's winning for God. Yeah, they're all div- oh, they're all divided on teams, and so like his team is like. What was it like the sons, sons of the, the sons of the king? Yeah, and then like the all the atheist kids are on the team that's called like the devil's trio. Or there's something. One something like, that. like there's one that just says bruisers. One the, the the kid in the middle is bruisers. The then, the, the kid who is well meaning. Is it one of them has demons? Has sixty nine. Yeah, his yeah. number Somewhere. was sixty nine, yeah. and yeah. it was like the demons I, of that darkness was, that was or the something. Evil atheist football yeah. player. Oh Once God. again, I want to point out football is the most Christian sport uh-huh. in the world world they talk about it constantly and yet the football player here's the beauty of it the football player is going to lose the intramural tournament because christian guy 60 year gramps yeah used to coach tennis right so what do they do they enlist the help of a theater kid yeah they enlist the help (laughs) of a theater kid because legendarily jocks and theater kids just, are like that. Yeah, just yeah. get along. So they get the theater kid to lie that uh, that Gramps uh, Gramps like hit on them or something. I don't remember. It was, oh. and 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 we don't see it happen. We just see him get kicked out and yeah. say, "There's an accusation out there." Yeah, and yeah. They didn't they didn't investigate it or anything. They just were like, "Well, there's an allegation out there. You're you're gone." May I right. may I read the featured review on IMDb? Oh, please. Oh, yes. <clears throat> The title, a joke that isn't funny, but you'll laugh anyway when you aren't supposed to. (laughs) Here's the review. It is not a figure of speech or a euphemism when I say this was literally the stupidest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. The laughter was painful in the beginning, but by the middle, the embarrassment I felt for being a member of the same species as Grandpa Handsome, Bold, Intelligent, Computer Genius, Chess Grandmaster, Workaholic for God was far more painful. (laughs) The tone deafness in this train wreck was hard to believe. The hilarious, not-so-subtle self-aggrandizement, surreal interactions, and bloated, misogynistic undertones that the producer doesn't even seem to realize this film exhibits puts it way past daft. How is it that other people actually cooperated in the making of this nightmarish (laughs) skit? If they were this guy's friends, they should have put a stop to it and spared him the personal embarrassment, preventing him from making a film that is excellent at doing the exact opposite of what it is intended to do. It makes fundamentalists look like out-of-touch, self-absorbed idiots who live in an archaic echo chamber. If this was organized by anti-theists to serve as a secret tongue-in-cheek mockery of creationism and fundamentalism, then it was genius. Absolutely no one who ever lives to see this, or whoever, absolutely no one who ever lived will see this and feel sympathetic to the points it attempts to make. But there are plenty who might already be sympathetic and feel highly embarrassed after being exposed <laughs> to this disaster. Nothing could make anyone on the fence about creationism run for the door faster than this movie yeah that's the featured review there's only three reviews so this is the 
second Gramps movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just want to note in the yeah. Gramps cinematic universe, uh, <laughs> Donald James Parker plays Gramps in in Gramps shoes, which is after 20 years of praying for his daughter to let him back into her life. 65-year-old Ty gets his wish when the prodigal uh, requests his help in dealing with a finan- uh, financial bind and her rebellious teenage son. Same director, too. Uh, that one ha- is rated in like a three-point whatever around in some places. Uh, Gramps Goes to College is like a 1.5 on Are you IMDb. Sure? Are you sure that's a... Is that really a, a pre- yes, prequel? Yes, that's the prequel. Because he They're talks about... He talks about... His daughter in, right. in this movie, and yeah. like they're 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 estranged, yeah. and he doesn't because yeah. it sounds like that had to happen after. You, I would I would think so, but huh. one was released before the other. Wow! Well. But uh, also, again, like how autobiographical is that? I wonder. Like, oh. how did his daughter leave him for? Is that more wish fulfillment? Where it's like, yeah, my daughter left me because I'm a total bigoted asshole. Uh, moron, but uh, someday she's gonna she's gonna need me, and she's gonna come crawling back. And then I will convert her to Christianity uh, because yeah. I'm sure that's what happens. One of the reviewers say that the people who made this movie made uh, one of the worst movies ever made. The we most, know we watched you know, it. One of the most bigoted films ever made. Excuse me, The Right to Believe. Oh, so uh, I, I'm gonna look that up real quick. Well, but, uh, and I yeah. know. Um, Donald James Parker, one of his more recent movies from 2020, is uh, Hearts Are Trump. This is the heartfelt tale of two extended families who, discerning a threat to liberty in America, forge an unbreakable bond in attempting to do their part to preserve a nation they love. And the cover, the cover art is... Donald Trump with his fist raised high and a American Ugh. flag in the background and um, United we will win. I uh, but uh, you know that came out in 2020. So I'm not um, gonna watch that movie unless somebody pays me a lot of money. Mm, yeah, mm. he he directed it. He oh. wrote it. He directed it, and he's in it. So he he got so into he cut some, out the middleman. He got into some directing. Either that or. Um, uh, I bet he's Chip as, Rossetti said he wouldn't do another movie with him. I bet he's as good at directing as he is at uh, tennis, basketball, and chess. Uh, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they when they they sit down to play chess, the guy moves like one piece, and Grams is like checkmate, and then like what? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then there's another one where the guy's like check, 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 yeah. check. Oh, you look, you messed up, checkmate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, that can happen, but it really doesn't. I just like, oh my god the the first time that someone was like, he's actually extremely attractive. I I had to stop because I'm like, are they talking about the main guy? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, it's not that I, I mean I'm not into older dudes really, but also like one. I could see nothing about this dude that would make me be like, oh yeah, I could see why women would say, and even even. Funnier, the thing she actually says is, I'm sure some women find him attractive, which is like the meanest thing you can say about a man. (laughs) Uh, One of his more recent movies, Best Friends, Genetically Modified. Oh, Uh, what? The the description in IMDb IMDb is not from him or anyone else, clearly, uh, because it is described... Jackson, who was fat-shamed the whole movie, is diagnosed with cancer and chooses certain death 
alternative treatment rather than <laughs> certified treatments. He goes on a rampage to jeopardize his and the town's health in the name of Allah. Oh my God! Uh, and um, and it sounds. I mean, it sounds like more. You know, Jackson's unhealthy eating habits lead to persistent nagging by his lady friend, which triggers Jackson to break off the relationship. And like, you know, good fuck her. Your body is a temple to the Holy Spirit, and uh. blah blah blah. And um, it's about you know they rant against big pharma and the Monsantos of the world who reap a fortune as they seize power to ruin the lives of the little people and jeopardize the future of the planet in their attempt to misuse science and political science to usurp God. I feel like Jesus would be really upset if he knew that they were being so fat phobic in his name. <laughs> you know, <sighs> it's hard to say how Jesus would feel about all of this because I, I think he wouldn't watch it. Uh, he'd watch he'd watch the first five minutes and go, oh, fuck no, which is, which is almost what I did. I, I was like, I... Don't know if I can do this. I, I I asked Nick. I'm like, do you think we could skip and just like still record about it? And he's like, I think we have to watch the whole thing because Tim watched the whole thing because you had watched it two days before us. By the way, another line that I liked in here is emotions make us weaker. So how does that fit with evolution? Yes. What? Like, <laughs> oh, you don't you don't fucking understand anything, do you? Yeah. Yeah, or or he he's arguing with somebody. Well, we you know the heart makes the brain work, and oxygen moves moves uh, uh-huh. moves through the body using the blood. And and how how did these how did these things develop separately? There's no. It's like they literally did, and we know it because yeah. every step in the process still exists. Yeah. right now, it's the, there are bacteria that we know are alive, and they don't have a fucking brain. It's the classic. <laughs> creationist argument that every time they think is such a gotcha which is just and it's what it is is it's uh, uh what we like to call stoner science which is yeah. what uh, a bunch of high people sitting around in a room someone will say something that sounds like science and everyone else is like that sounds like science but it's this it's always think about it man like if you think about how complicated that we are like think about like all the different things that have to work in your body to make you work and to like for your brain and like for you to learn does it make sense that that could have evolved? Doesn't that seem crazy? And it's like, yeah, it is. Isn't that wild? Isn't that <laughs> yeah. a cool thing to think no about? No crazier than thinking about this insane system and all of its problems Jeez. designed yeah. by a creator. Yeah. Wouldn't he make it work better? Yeah. I just, I think I said this while we were watching it is their argument is always, it seems like impossible odds for us to have evolved. And I'm like, I know, right? Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Like we, isn't it nuts that we evolved and we can, we have speech and we can learn different languages and, and, we, and we invented I mean, computers shit. and cars and all this shit. Like that's amazing. That should make you go, wow, not mm-mm, sus, couldn't be, you know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's exhausting. So, it's exhausting. Also, another line that I, I liked in there was the sexual urge is the most powerful thing humans oh, yeah. experience. Yeah. <laughs> most yeah. powerful thing humans experience. experience. That That's when he's trying to convince the professor to seduce the... Uh-huh. Seduce the Christian dude. Which she does by uh, very dramatically scooching closer to him every other sentence. Yeah. He... he uh, <laughs> Doesn't so when when they sit down together, doesn't he um like snap at her for having her shoulders yes, bare? Yes, he says she has to he, cover up. He she he makes her cover up her shoulders because like, you know, if you want to have dinner with me or if you want to spend time with me, you gotta like 
basically like stop being such a fucking harlot. He says like I can't concentrate. That's what it is. I can't concentrate if you're gonna have all that out on display. And she's yeah. like, what? Because she's wearing like a shell top. <laughs> yeah, this chess master can't concentrate on a simple yeah. conversation because yeah. shoulders. Yep. These fucking people are always 10 seconds away from raping everyone they see. Like, they can't believe that anybody would ever not steal or murder, you know, because they, they just, they, it seems like they are just barely controlled urges stuffed into a sack of skin that can't even reason their way through being a human being. Yeah. And then the big line in this movie is, uh, you know, college teaches you what to think. Oh yeah, not how to think? Yeah, and the, I'm like the dumb ugh. Christian girl. I'm starting her voice. By the way, I'm gonna imitate it. I am not even <laughs> kidding. I am starting to think that college teaches you how to think, but but maybe they're actually teaching us what to think. It was just like fucking insane. She sounded yeah. It's like yeah, well, the, you don't know how to think, so the, the southern accent on the on the former <laughs> Christian girl was also. What? Really, really bad. The one girl was from Tennessee. For I mean, I don't know why she just was, and then she her mom. And, like, <laughs> there's they make a lot of. There's, it's funny that there's so many bad choices in this movie that have no bearing yeah. on the story or the movie at all, and they just chose to like put. Let's put in bad decisions. Let's make bad decisions that are totally opt in to add to our movie just to make things more complicated for us. Like, did, Was she like, yeah, I'll be in your movie, but only if I get to really stretch my legs and try out my Southern accent. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I like that the, the, all the girls that, uh, the, so the girl that turned to atheism and, and drugs and drinking the one who, the one who dies for like 30 seconds. Oh, oh, we forgot to mention when she dies, she goes to hell. She goes to yes. hell. She goes immediately yeah. to hell. She wakes up and she's like, I was there in the fire. It was all fired. It's just like, it was horrible. <laughs> but, uh, uh, okay. So that girl's friends are all brunettes. <laughs> Yes. Like they're all brunettes with a lot of eyeliner and they're all like brushing each other's hair and cackling about like the like the dumb new Christian girl and how dumb that old Gramps is. <laughs> like <laughs> And he you know, he asks a couple of questions in his first biology class, bad questions, challenges the professor in bad ways. Yeah. And by the afternoon he's a celebrity all over yeah. campus. Oh, I guess I'm just a celebrity and he's so cool about it too. I guess everyone's talking about me. Mm, guess it's happening who could say i don't know what i'm not trying to be anything guys i'm just here to learn can we also talk for just a moment about the opening scene because the opening scene takes place in a gym (laughs) oh with the guy that keeps on doing the same arm movement over over without looking at him that's just like talking to him and he's using a weight machine that's one where you're like pulling a cape pulling on a cable he's just pulling his arm back and forth as he's talking it doesn't look like there's any strain going on he's not looking at him when he's talking to him Looks like he's he's uh, working out his muscles for his job at the lever pulling factory. <laughs> Looks like he's reading direct, like someone's holding a script just off camera so that he can read it, and he's not. Even he's not making any eye contact. He's and, not and looking Gramps, at him at Gramps all. Gramps has has a barbell in each arm that he lifts, but he only lifts when he's not talking because as soon as he starts talking, he kind of forgets that he's supposed to be working out. Well, and, and in he's the just background, him around. In the background, there's a guy on a on a rowing machine <laughs> yeah. who's just fucking sitting there. 
Because he doesn't, I don't think the, he knows how to use a rowing, rowing machine. I think guy in the rowing machine seemed to me like he was having some sort of a fucking crisis. He did. Like, like he's he just, just sitting there. Text. He's, yeah, he's really just thinking about some mistakes that he's made and the direction his life is headed, listening to these two fucking morons to talk and not use weights right. It's, uh, that's the scene where you can see the camera and the reflection of the gym stuff <laughs> yeah, behind yeah. The, the guy doing the arm yeah, I weights. didn't even notice that. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's just like... And isn't it... They go back to the gym at the end, yeah. and one of them has one of those 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 things that you hold in your hand with the spring on it. Yeah, yeah. A, a hand exercise. Yeah. Hand yeah. exercise. And they're strength. just squeezing oh, one of yeah. those. He's squeezing it so good, though, like a real man does. <laughs> Men work out and talk at the gym. Maybe you betas don't know this, but that's what alpha male grandmaster chess guys do. The whole thing made me think of... I know, uh, we, especially from RenFest, you know a bunch of guys who are like, once they get in their 60s, all of a sudden they can't stop talking about how actually guys in their 60s are not all that old. <laughs> and actually, it's not really that. Actually, I'm pretty I'm pretty virile. And I'm, I'm actually like, uh, maybe you guys don't know this, but I know a lot of things that you young people sure don't know yet. Lived experience. And it just felt like he was so like... Uh, I'm coming to college, but you're the ones who are going to learn a lesson. So, yeah. Well, great. I'm four years away from being that guy. Great. <laughs> you're, I mean, Tim, like you're half their wardrobe already. Like, just to, no. <laughs> there was a point. I'm just not wearing a shirt that says Jesus lives. There was a point where I was like, did Gramps only bring two t-shirts to college? Also, why was he living in the dorms? Why was no a 62 college year would old. let that happen? With it, with his no like, way. With his like 18-year-old roommate. They're going to put a 62-year-old 60, man in the same room as an 18-year-old. It makes me want to call colleges and be like, hi, I'm 46. Uh, if I go to, if I enroll in freshman year, let's say I've never been to college and I enroll as a freshman, can I live in the dorms? They're going to be like, no. Like no. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe there's a place where non-traditional students can stay, but I kind of doubt it. I, I just I, don't think so. I yeah. know, like sometimes colleges will have housing for um, people that have kids, yep. like a, like like you know young people with children. I yep. would assume. Um, I know apartment style dorms yep. usually that you have to kind of like graduate up into or get on a wait list for whatever. When my mom went to St. Kate's back in the, uh, in the, uh, early seventies, if you got pregnant, you could not live in the dorms anymore because the dorms were for young virginal girls. And so therefore oh, sure. they, you, that was evidence. They couldn't pretend but you your, weren't a virgin your, anymore. Your mom was staying there. I mean, everyone was staying there is what I'm saying. I know. No. <laughs> I'm just, uh, but the pregnancy was the thing the nuns couldn't pretend pretend anymore uh-huh. they couldn't just pretend you you that probably you didn't have had sex yet yeah just tell really, was the holy spirit yeah you're fine yeah yeah by that when oh. he was like all works upset, for mary when he's like a co-ed floor and she's like well co-ed just means he's like i know what it means ma'am <laughs> like uh, i hope my room's not co-ed <laughs> because you know sexual urge is the most powerful thing a person can experience i'm not gonna be able to restrain myself if i see a girl's shoulders <laughs> that bet her shoulders are gonna be out all the time is that not correct ma'am i'm afraid i cannot be in that room <laughs> yeah shoulders are just god's pre-tits and mm-hmm. y- you know you really gotta 
The shoulders, shoulders. are the shoulders tops of the tits. Are God's yeah. pre-tits. I will note that his male roommate never showed his shoulders. He didn't. So he, and he was so that's safe. why he, he and his safe. male roommate didn't start banging that like checkmate otherwise, atheists. How could you not? I oh. mean, I was really surprised there was no point in this movie where they started talking about you know gays or homosexual agendas. That's other movies. Uh, yeah. If you want to look it up, that's, sure, that's yeah, other sure, movies yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. There's uh, there's if you want to read the other ones, there's plenty with that. Oof. Well. Uh, one last thing, uh, in case the, all of this symbolism and other things wasn't enough for you, uh, when he played chess, he played white, and the oh, other side yeah, played yeah. black. Of so course. just to make it really obvious. Yeah. <laughs> also, the uh, evil ex-boyfriend jock, atheist jock, his name was Jace, uh-huh. which I thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's that's the kind of name you Jeez. give to an an asshole that's, jock. So they got one thing right in the writing. Jace yeah. is definitely the name Jace of Jace is definitely the name of that of, of, of a fucker like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. On all the negative reviews, uh, which is all the reviews on all of the negative reviews of across all of this dude's movies, uh, there's always like one thumbs down. <laughs> And like 18 <laughs> thumbs up, but I'm pretty sure I know who that thumbs down is coming yeah, from. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Someone. He, he's a pro- computer programmer, Molly. He's on uh, the internet. He's oh, he reads his own press. I bet he knows how to go to websites pretty fucking well. Well, he, he could be in Mensa if he wanted. He was there when they invented Gopher. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. All right. Uh, so we watched it so you don't have to. Don't watch I, this. I really can't recommend not watching it enough. <laughs> Um, uh, there, there are other Christian movies I recommend more, and I don't recommend any of I, the ones we've like, watched. God's Not Dead is a better movie than this by yeah. a, by a good margin. Kirk Cameron Saves Christmas is at least like funny at and somewhat has, entertaining. It, it has production value. It's I a guess. movie. Yeah, most, right. Most of the people in those two movies, while they are not great actors, they are not absolutely terrible actors. No, nobody amateurs. in this movie was a good actor. No. Yeah, literally the, nobody. The dialogue in those movies doesn't just ramble on interminably. Oh, there's one black guy in this movie and he's a criminal. Just yeah. FYI. Yeah. Oh, right. he's, he's the one that gets the help of the enlist, the help yeah. of the theater student. Yeah. He's the one that, uh, yeah, that, that drums up fa- false accusations to get someone kicked out of college. So yeah. the only, and it's immediately, that's who they go to, 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 to make uh-huh. the problem. <laughs> so, you know, I guess maybe also, you know, Ron, friends of the show, uh, Ron and, and Tony, uh-huh. Um, and Byron, and Byron, you you guys, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, we didn't wait. We didn't wait until you, you were in town to maybe suffer through this together. Um, and Jeremy, I will never forgive you for this. Uh, I will Jeremy, never, never forgive he you. He didn't even watch it. He watched. He nine didn't minutes even. And he watched out. nine minutes and tapped out. That's wow. what he said. Wow. He didn't even watch it. Not we even. didn't know that until after he was like, "You guys should do an episode about this." I wanted, I wanted to tap out after nine minutes, Jeremy, but. I am committed to the bit. That's how dedicated we are. I didn't even watch more than seven minutes. Seven minutes. Well, that barely gets you out of that fucking gym scene. I know. He he didn't even get to college, much like real life. Gramps barely goes to the gym was the movie he watched. (laughs) All right. Well... Uh, we hope we hope you enjoyed our suffering, uh, <laughs> you sadists. Um, and uh, you know, if you want to like help us with our pain and suffering, mm, you could please. always go to Patreon and, and throw <laughs> us a few bucks there to listen to these episodes early. Um, 
Otherwise, you know, you can always leave us a rating wherever you're listening to podcasts. Um, we recently had to re-sign our end-user license agreement with iTunes because they're, apparently they're going to start transcribing podcasts. Yeah. Automatically. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, I've, I, Molly is single-handedly going to triple their cunt count in, uh, in appearances in words. It's because I've got three. Oh, no, I meant... Yeah, I know that too, sure. Um... Uh, yeah, but they're in uh, a row horizontally, like one of those menus. Uh, like the woman in uh, Total Recall, but downstairs, not <laughs> yeah, upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah makes um, sense. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, we'll be back next Tuesday for more geeky, godless fun. We'll see you then. This was not fun. <laughs> no. Bye. 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 That's it, Gramps. I challenge you to a dick sucking competition. I'm gonna win. Do it for Jesus. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. We're geeks. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging and listen to past podcasts at geekswithoutgod.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at geekswithoutgod. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. And I did that whole episode staring at my own face.